This is Tush. And I welcome you to Tushalicious Talk, an Oklahoma City podcast for titillating women, tantalizing conversation. And I thank you in advance for allowing me to be your one-stop shop advocacy connection. Hey, 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 this is Jackie, uh, nicknamed Tush, and this is another episode of Tushlicious Talk, and we are broadcasting live on the League of Women Voters of Oklahoma County Facebook page because I am the co-president of the League of Women Voters of Oklahoma County. And today we are talking about an event called Breaking Bread, which is put on by the Oklahoma Justice Circle. And I have two guests here, the one and only Mr. Waylon Cubit, who does uh, conversations with Cubit, and we'll talk about that a little bit. And I have Pastor John Middendorf. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yes, and he has a podcast at his church called Unafraid, and we'll talk about that as well. Um, but diving into the breaking bread, um, is it a luncheon? Yeah, so it's a meal, and at times it has been a breakfast, but this time on March 2nd at Mount Olive Baptist Church, it'll be a luncheon. So we'll start serving at 11, but the program will run until 1. What about 1 o'clock? Yeah. About 1 o'clock. And who is invited to this event? Have you already accepted the invite? Because everybody's invited. Yes, I, I uh, registered on Eventbrite. All right. Donna Thompson uh, invited me, so I told her, yes, I will be there. Yeah, everybody's invited. You, uh, we do have, a because we're serving food, mm-hmm. Break the food is kind of, uh, I wouldn't say the star of the show, but it's the foundational part of the event is because we get to share a meal together. Mm-hmm. And a lot of special things happen. We know that a lot of special things happen when people break bread together, right. share a meal together, and conversate together. So there is limited seating, so you have to uh, register so that we know how much food uh, to prepare for and how much seating to prepare for. So roughly about, what, 300 people? 300 or so, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was that many people. <laughs> okay. Um, and both of you are volunteers at Breaking Bread? Yes. Mm-hmm. We have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> we have roles that we play. Yeah, we have roles that we play. Do you know what the purpose in creating the Breaking Bread events? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, John. You. So Waylon and I uh, were a part of the early stages of the Oklahoma Justice Circle, and, and there was a time when all we did was take people on jail tours. And we took about a 1,000 people through a tour of the county jail and said, it doesn't have to be this way. We would then sit down over pizza typically and say, here are all the, the stats, the, the statistics that tell us that things are desperately broken. And then we would leave from there and go see Remerge or Team or the drug court and say, this is an alternative to what you've seen in the county jail, that broken system, but here's some hope in it. But as we did that, we recognized that there are some underlying issues that cause the whole system to be broken, not the least of which is racism, institutional bias, poverty. And so Waylon and I asked the question, what might it look like to start drawing the target around those kinds of issues, poverty, and uh, racism. And so the first event really was something called Just Love. Just Love. Yeah. yeah. When, and when we started to talk about that. But but even beyond that, we thought, well, let's focus specifically on racism. What's it going to take to stem the tide on racism? And we both kind of decided it's going to be friendship, which can start with food and the telling of stories. Right. Is that about right? Man, he see, that's why he gets paid to do what he does. Yeah, great, great, great summary of how we ended up with Breaking Bread event. But basically, Jackie, we we, we know that when relationships form, um, 
God moves at the speed of those relationships, right? So when relationships form, we can start breaking down and start really talking about what what causes people to engage with the criminal justice system or what we hear now call it the criminal legal system. Mm-hmm. But this hard conversation is to have when you talk about race. So we figured that we can use our relationships across the city to bring people together to have a uh, loving dialogue about the issues that really concern all of our hearts, right? Is how do we be better neighbors to one another, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, the League of Women Voters of Oklahoma, the state league has several different local leagues. And so the Oklahoma County League was assigned discrimination. So I actually wrote a study on discrimination in Oklahoma's criminal justice system. So it's very interesting. I'd love to see that. Oh, I can find it for you. It's, it's like 15 pages, but it's very, it's very interesting. And I kind of tried to relate how Oklahoma even became a state to what's currently going on in today's 2023. So imagine that Jackie, you were trying to connect history to what we are currently experiencing. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to learn history. Right. Hmm. Interesting right. conversation. And there. you just can't disconnect it. You can't. I mean, you, you can't understand today without understanding how we got to today. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah I, I, I've gotten a lot of compliments on it. Not to, I'm not trying to be boastful or anything, but yeah. But that being said, so what are the current or even future goals of having the breaking bread discussions? Okay. Yeah, John has. I'm gonna let him explain, but he has this huge vision and that's what leaders uh, are. Our best leaders are visionary, right? Mm -hmm. And so John is imagining right right now we're at 300 people and and I don't think we imagined uh, the rooms as big and filled when we started talking about breaking breads a Mm -hmm. few years ago, but John has, uh, we want to take it to not just talk about uh, black and white issues. When we say racism, we usually park on black and white issues. But what we've learned in engaging in these conversations is that sometimes uh, the black and white community are like mom and dad in the front seat Mm -hmm. and the kids are in the back seat of the car going, "Uh, hello, we're here. Mm -hmm. So you also have indigenous native people. You also have our Asian groups. We all have our Latino community. We have uh, a lot of diverse groups in Oklahoma City and Oklahoma County. And so uh, we have been moving Breaking Bread to these other communities mm-hmm. uh, and talking about what's unique from in their community that we ought to be aware of that maybe we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as we've done that, we're building some momentum that will lead to this big thing that John mm-hmm. has, has uh, in his vision. And I don't know if you want to talk about, because it scares me when you talk about this. <laughs> so like, so like Waylon said, I think we've done three with the African-American community, two with the Latino community and one with the second one on the schedule for Asian community and we're working hard to, to do something with the first American community soon. And the, the meal is indispensable, but if all we do is just get together for a meal and there's not a lasting impact, Mm -hmm. if the friendships don't carry it, if it's just a meal, we haven't really done our work. Mm -hmm. And so the hope is that these are generative friendships that produce something that wasn't before. Right. right. So we want to start to take specific steps. So in the last Latino Breaking Bread, we heard somebody make a presentation about how impactful it would be for all of Oklahoma City and County if we could offer uh, driver's licenses to undocumented citizens who are paying income tax. They're already paying income tax. Hmm. It would dramatically improve quality of life, not just for the Latino community, but for all of us. 
if we could go ahead and green light something like that. So we said all of that out loud. We're going to make more of that information available because we don't want to just be a group that gets together for a meal and then calls it good. Yeah. We, we want to push some things. For example, we'd love to get everybody together. Well, Waylon's, Waylon's being kind, but he's the one that has the idea and can push the idea to have a youth breaking bread that, it, that examines the relationship between youth culture and the police department. Yes. Right? Yes. Yep. Yep. But I, I do have hopes that we can beguile um, city leaders into kind of sponsoring or, or getting behind an effort to have all of these different corners of the city come together for a big one, mm -hmm. for a big Breaking Bread event so that we can see the beauty of having everybody together around these same tables and also sense the power of synergy and, and collaborative potential there. And we'll try to, we, we need to find something to tackle all together. And, and we have some ideas. I don't, I don't know uh, if we're ready to, to put our hat on anything just yet, but we have some ideas, but I think it's important that we aren't just together enjoying good food, but that we do something with the power that we've discovered we have together. Yeah. Um, the next question that I wanted to ask, I'm not sure if it would be redundant as to everything that you just said, but I was wondering are there any um, substantial opportunities or on the other end of that spectrum? Um, I'm sorry, it, it, big challenges or what is the best strategy um, that maybe an attendee has had or experienced related to breaking bread? Like, can you think of a specific example? Well, the, the things that what, what happens specifically almost every single time mm -hmm. at a breaking bread is that we uh, lovingly demand that you do not sit with people that you know uh, when you come into the building and we have Donna Thompson to help help to help us see, get people seated and her friends and, and her staff of uh, volunteers and so when what happens is that you share your story mm -hmm. with people that do not know you right and you hear other stories that people do not know you and what happens is that you gain an appreciation for other people's perspective. That's right. And so uh, I challenge people to come in their set uh, in one particular viewpoint and not leave somewhat changed mm -hmm. uh, because of you shared a meal with somebody. And what happens is uh, you know your friends when their challenge becomes your challenge, even though you don't deal with that challenge every single day. Mm -hmm. Like uh, being undocumented was not my issue. Right. I knew it was a issue, mm -hmm. but it was never my issue, right? And so I, uh, I didn't get in line for it. I didn't stand for it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, uh, think anything about it mm -hmm. until I shared meal uh, and became friends with uh, Brenda Hernandez. Okay. And when, but I came friends with her, mm -hmm. and I see how she had what she has to deal with. Even though it's not my particular issue, it became my issue because I'm friends with Brenda. Mm. Right. And mm. so the, the challenge is, is to open people's minds up just enough so they allow a new friendship to, to form. Yes. And then that friendship and that love will now start breaking down uh, some challenges. Barriers. That people didn't even know existed. That's right. right. That's right. It almost sounds like we're we kind of live in a culture where we kind of dehumanize other people, especially of other races. So maybe the goal is to see the humanity in the next human being. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I'll definitely be there. Um, 
So outside of the Breaking Bread event, um, I know that you do uh, conversations with Cubit and would love for you to talk about that. But if there's anything else besides that that you want to mention, I encourage you to go ahead. But please tell us more about conversations with Cubit and your plans for it in 2023. Yeah. So conversations with Cubit was kind of birth by accident. So uh, I'm really not a Facebook social media person mm-hmm. until about 2020. I, I was I was running for Oklahoma County Sheriff and I was planning on knocking all these doors and meeting all these people and doing all these events to meet people and share my platform with them. Uh, and the pandemic hit and I didn't think it was going to be respectful or it was going to be safe mm-hmm. uh, to continue campaigning as, as normal. And so... Um, I said, what's what's this Facebook Live thing? So I went Facebook Live and I thought that I would start up with conversations with Qubit and I would just start interviewing all of the people I worked with across the city and and, uh, share uh, what I care about and and what I love and what my platform would be. And I wasn't able to do that as well because uh, the people that I worked with were nonprofits and government people and they couldn't endorse by coming on conversations with Qubit because it would be a de facto endorsement of a candidate. So I end up talking about me the entire time and dropping just nuggets of wisdom about service to other people. And uh, after the campaign was over, the campaign didn't, the the election didn't go my way. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, good. I don't have to go on Facebook Live every week. But my inbox started to fill up with, please continue with these weekly conversations. And so I kept them up every Tuesday night at 730. I now get to talk to people all over the city uh, for a variety of different topics. But what I want to do is I want to celebrate individuals, groups, and organizations who are making a positive impact on our community. Mm -hmm. People that you should know, people that you don't know that you ought to know. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and I want to ask tough, tough questions to to candidates, especially uh, those that may not uh, care so much about the communities that I care about, right? Right. Or Or not from communities that I love, love. And, and so I just keep that going. And sometimes we just have very fun conversations on there. Sometimes we have very, very serious conversations. And sometimes we're talking about very serious issues that has, has hit Oklahoma City, Oklahoma County, or or and even some that nationally. So it's just a cool conversation, a cool way to meet people you may never meet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of current of what's going on. And currently. what's going on currently. Right, right. Yeah. And so it's a, it's really cool. And it's unhinged now because I'm not a candidate. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite guest you've ever had on? Well, John, you've been, uh, you've, you've been. That's correct. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right it. <laughs> First time. Well, what, what, what we, was talking, we were talking about the, uh, the voting, uh, right? The, uh, the, it was a new legislation that the, we call it the anti-protest bill. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you and I talked about on Conversation with Keep It, right? Yeah. So we talked, we talked about that. And then we talked about breaking bread CP. and 21 CPs. Uh, so we had some, we've had some good conversations yeah. on there. What would you say is the strangest question that someone has asked you or the strangest question that you've asked somebody else? Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm usually the question asker, right? And so uh, I like to try to dig, so before I have a guest come on, I dig into their background a little bit mm-hmm. and and I just kind of give them some prompts uh, about their background uh, and let them just free will it. And so being a, a, a retired police officer, I love to go deep into people's backgrounds. So 
everything you think you deleted off of your Twitter page <laughs> is the is the thing that I'm looking for to ask. It's fair game. Did you do that it's to me? <laughs> you come later. You come later. Yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> and so for um, Pastor Middendorf, um, you said that you have a podcast at your church yes. called Unafraid. You want to tell us more about um, Unafraid? Yes. Uh, it is conversations about topics that are are typically topics that you avoid when you're church people. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, one of my favorite guests was a man by the name of Waylon Cubitt. I was going to ask you your favorite guest was. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So we talk about uh, the disproportionate burden uh, that the black community bears on our criminal justice system. We've had Brenda on to talk about uh, immigration We've had the mayor on to talk about, at the time, he came on to talk to us about uh, pandemic precautions that we were asked to take as churches, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we well, like to heard that one. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, but we've had candidates from both sides. Colin Walkie was a great, was a great um, conversation partner. We had Senator Langford on and said, why, why do we do some of the things we do? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it is again just one of those things that we're we're trying to broach subjects that typically nice Christian folks don't broach, but when we don't when we don't talk about things they become monsters, and so we're trying to make sure that these things don't stay beneath the surface and become monsters. And but right now I'm between co-hosts and between um, producers, so we're that's taking a little bit of a hiatus now while we try to fill that other seat. Well, maybe we can talk to Santiago out there and see yeah, if he I can did. help I did you out. Shoot, look over at him too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, best engineer in Oklahoma City. But <laughs> yeah, um, when is the broadcast? Uh, the Breaking Bread thing? It's March Thursday. 2nd. Thursday, March second. Thursday, March the second. Yeah, yeah, and you can get there as early as ten forty-five and register, and then you can start eating at eleven, and the program will start at eleven thirty. Okay, and it's what's the address one more time? Mount Olive Baptist Church. I don't know. We've got a great go Mount question. Olive. Ray Douglas. It, Pastor Ray Douglas. You want me to look at our host. real quick? Yeah. He, he's our host. But listen, when we talk about March 2nd, I think we ought to give them a little teaser. As to what we're talking as about. As to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're talking about gun violence. Not, mm-hmm. not gun ownership per se, but uh, gun violence as a public health issue. And, what, and, and how that issue impact certain communities differently. Uh, and so how do we have, and, and the conversation about guns and gun violence and gun ownership can be divisive. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about that, people automatically run to their corners mm-hmm. about that. And we just want to put it on the table and say, hey, here, what, what, how do we come together? Nobody likes to see people dying right. senselessly, but how do we as a community come together and uh, and destroy this public health problem mm. that's caused by guns. Right. Right. And so we're going to try to usher in that conversation in a very loving way. And 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 uh, we have a fabulous expert on uh, gun violence coming to us from Oakland, California, named named Pastor Mike McBride, mm-hmm. uh, who's leading an organization called Live Free, who has done some incredible. Uh, uh, work in places like Chicago, uh, Oakland, California. Uh, he's doing some stuff, I think, in New York. Mm-hmm. And he has some really positive outcomes in which to speak about. And we want to give him the microphone for a little bit to set the stage about his work. And then uh, we'll sit around tables and, and, and talk about it. Yeah. 
Well, I will be there to join the conversation with my League of Women Voters of Oklahoma County. All right. on. That's yeah. great. That's great. And you'll be going to Mount Olive Baptist Church okay. at 1020 Northeast 42nd Street in Oklahoma City. Cool beans. So uh, you guys figure out how to get registered beforehand. But if somehow you forget, then show up at the address, rewind this and figure out that address again. Or just call it's, John. Yeah. <laughs> or you can go to the Oklahoma um Justice Circle Facebook page, and you can register right there if you want to. There we go. Oklahoma Justice Circle Facebook page, and you'll figure out how to register through there. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good day. Bye. Tushalicious Talk is part of the Breaking Ice, Building Bridges community podcast platform brought to you by Possibilities, Inc.